0: Welcome to day ninety of Rockcliffe's three hundred and sixty-five days of the Bible. Today, I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Judges chapter four through five, with a focus on Judges chapter four verses six through ten. Has not the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded you, Go gather your men at Mount Tabor, taking ten thousand from the people of Naphtali and the people of Zebulun, and I will draw out Sisra, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the river Kishon. His chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hands. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, I will go, but if you will not go with me, I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory, for the Lord will sell Sarir into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Gadesh, and Barak called out Zebulun and Naphtali. To Kaddish, and ten thousand men went up at his heels, and Deborah went with him. Some of these Old Testament <laughs> verses with all the names throw me sometimes. So if I've mispronounced something, trust your own pronunciation. But that's not the point. The point is we're reading through the book of Judges, and what we've already seen is several times where God has raised up a judge to deliver Israel, and Israel, after the judge perishes, falls back into sin what makes this passage different is that God has called Barak to go and to do uh, the delivering. And at the time, Deborah, who's considered a priestess and a judge and a prophetess, I believe, uh, tells him this. In fact, she says, hasn't God already asked you to do this? In other words, why haven't you done it? And his response is that I won't do it unless you're with me. In other words, Deborah had so much clout as a Prophet, and as a judge, that he felt, Barak felt that if she went with him, he would be guaranteed victory. Which shows how strongly the Lord was operating through Deborah. And in fact, uh, chapter five is entirely her song of victory. And what we see here is, is well, uh, Barak might actually lead the men. Uh, Deborah is really the focus of this. Uh, these two chapters because of her faithfulness and because of her steadfastness and how she actually leads the people. And and this passage of Scripture can be difficult for some um, because they don't know how to, to handle it. But God raised up a female judge, and this female judge uh, was quite accomplished and quite revered and respected. And whereas we see later on, a lot of the judges that God raises up live compromised calls, and we don't get that with Deborah. She's steadfast to what God's asked her to do. And she's steadfast in calling others to do what God has asked. And it's it's a great reminder that God will call whoever he wants. God will use whoever he wants. Um, and sometimes there's arguments about who should be in leadership and who shouldn't and what are the merits and what are the standards and at the end of the day we can judge by the fruit right if someone aspires to power themselves and puts themselves in a position of authority within the church and they're not supposed to be there you'll, you'll be able to tell by the fruit because charisma will only take someone so far and if they don't have the, the character to match it up eventually and it might take a while it might not take a while it'll come forth Deborah had character She had competency and she had charisma. We know this because people were willing to follow her, even though in in that day and age, a female judge would have been quite the anomaly. And yet she does it with poise and with grace and with authority. And so sometimes we get focused on, well, who can and who can't be in leadership. And really what God's asking for is steadfast devotion to his ways. And to say yes. And I honestly think that those are the two biggest qualifiers. Everything else, everything else is extra or gravy. But if someone has the call and the competency and the character, then who are we to stop them from operating in the gifting that God has for them? I mean, in the previous chapter, we see Ehud, the left-handed warrior. And once again, culturally, left-handed warrior. the left hand was not considered a, a good thing. And that's that. I mean, that's as recent as a, a few hundred years ago that the left hand was still considered an unclean hand or uh, the devil's hand is, is in recent history what it's been called. Uh, and there's some scholars who would argue that Ehud maybe had a deformed hand and that's why he was left-handed. And so what we're seeing in the book of Judges is God will rise up whoever he chooses. And the criteria is will you be faithful? And will you say yes? Will you say yes to what God's called you to? Maybe God's called you to something. Maybe it's to leadership. Maybe it's to um, encouragement. Maybe to, it's to a specific type of ministry. Maybe it's to a ministry uh, that you think is outside of your wheel. Well, Well, if God's called you to it, say yes. Because He'll he'll walk with you through it. And everything else, everything else will just be a distraction. Focus on God and he'll move mountains for you have the faith the other thing that we can get from this is Barak had been told didn't the Lord tell you to go and do this the deliverance of Israel was waiting on a man's response to go and he was hesitant don't delay in what God's asked you to do because someone might be waiting for you to bring that breakthrough say yes if he's called you and go May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.